0: Hello, hello.
1: Hello,
0: hello. This is episode 117, and as you may have discovered, there's a slight difference in the show today. Tāri, what could it be? I don't know. I don't know. So uh, the show today will be in English, and the reason for that is uh, very, very simple. Uh, we cannot speak Latvian. Oh, why? Uh, I don't know. My my school education has failed me. But uh, today we have uh, two lovely Latvian guests in the show today. And uh we will be discussing the IPO of Madara Cosmetics.
1: Damn, I, I thought that would be alcohol. Alcohol, yes. Because the tourism due Latvia regarding alcohol is that big in Estonia.
0: Yes. So uh we will talk about something a bit more healthy today. And uh Madara Cosmetics um is having a uh, initial public offering and uh, today in the show we have two representatives who kindly enough uh, will also speak english with us uh, so we have lotte and ullis with us so uh, hello Hello. Hello. So, uh, could, to start off, could you firstly introduce yourself, uh, in the sense that uh, who are you and how did you get here? Uh, not here in the sense of how did you get into the studio, by but, bus. uh, by bus, no, by car. Uh, but how did you come to, uh, found the company, Modera Cosmetics? So a lot, let's start with you.
2: Hello. Tere, I should say, because I'm, I'm super proud always to be in Estonia because I'm, uh, L- slightly less than half Estonian. Uh,
0: slightly less than half. <laughs> slightly less than
2: half Estonian. then my other half is Latvian. And I have some slices of a German blood as well. So it's kind of my ho- second home country. And um, yes, so um, I'm the co-founder of Madara. And um, uh, we came up with this idea uh, more than a decade ago, more than 10 years ago and madara was co-founded by four women and all of us had like a personal um uh, story behind how we actually approached uh skincare and in particular organic uh skincare and um my my personal story is that um when i studied in japan that was uh, the time when i actually picked up um uh, using skincare um as just a reg- as a regular uh consumer Because you might have heard that in Asia, uh, skincare production and um, R&D is quite advanced. And I, yeah, some say that it's kind of uh, five to 10 years ahead of the rest of the world. So they actually have amazing texture and amazing innovations that I started to love just as a consumer. And um, uh, but I was super surprised that after some time I I, I have been using this um, uh, very wonderful product, my skin started to react. I started to get allergy, and uh, there was definitely something wrong. And uh, that was what uh, when I uh, re- started to check the what's inside of these fantastic products, and they were synthetic, and the ingredient list contained uh, yeah you know as 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 uh, as many different kind of chemicals. Uh, with possible adverse effects that it, it could, the formulation could be easily described like uh, like a chemical bomb or something. And um, that was um, uh, when I really dropped and had to, you know, put everything in the trash bin from my bathroom. It was empty, had nothing to use. And I started to look for alternatives and um i realized that there is natural skincare organic ingredients and i especially um thought that uh, thought back to to my latvian roots and that's here in in the baltic um and and it's not baltic nordic re- region we have amazing heritage of these ethnomedical knowledge of healing herbs medical herbs and there should be something in nature there should be some very effective molecules that we can reach for and take out and um bring them to a very upscale level, to develop a very uh, effective yet safe formulation. So that was kind of the the inspiration and the idea behind creating Madara was to bring these two worlds together: the very effective and high tech and innovative product with the na- natural molecules, safety, organic, and 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 um, uh, yeah, pure pure ingredients from from the from the region.
1: Okay, Uldis, but uh, four women started the company. You, how did you end up in this game? What happened? We actually are married.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, uh, me and Lotte, we are together since uh, seventeen years. Since ages. Since ages, <laughs> yes. And um, I'm also actually I'm since uh, the very first uh, day in the company and. Uh, and uh, my responsibilities uh, since very beginning was uh, management and finances, and as well as uh, I um, designed uh, the production process of of, uh, of um, uh, our production. It's kind of uh, kind of my my uh, could say hobby or. Uh, or after my business uh, studies, I, I started to study uh, machinery. But uh, then mother started, and I did not uh, end the studies. But I can uh, implement uh, the 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 machinery knowledge in in in. Uh, in production of uh, mother cosmetics.
2: Yeah, so they have they say that you have to be careful of what you wish because you might get it. And and this is when we were um, creating our new production that we opened last September, which is one of the biggest um, uh, organic production factories um, uh, in Nordic Baltic region. So we spent quite some nights uh, meditating and and contemplating over what kind of um, uh, equipment we need to install. So that was that was um, a very fun process.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's speak about the company itself. Uh, when was it established? How many workers? Uh, you, you spoke just about your production facility. Uh, how big is it really?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, we uh, started uh, for uh, four persons in two thousand and six, uh, and um, uh, the company actually since very beginning was uh, fast growing, and and now we are um, around uh, one hundred. Uh, people in uh, madara so and um, if you talk about production then uh, then uh, madara cosmetics is not only brands uh, madara and mosa the company company is a uh, producer and uh, has always uh, produced 100% of uh, of our uh, products uh, themselves um, uh, and and uh, And um, Also, at the moment, approximately 10% of our business is um, um, producing for um, other companies and other brands. We position ourselves as a quality uh, producer and we have uh, um, Baltic and Scandinavian uh, um, customers. Uh, If we talk about production, then um, I would say that uh, we have most uh, effective effective uh, production uh, cosmetics production uh, process in in, uh, in uh, Baltics and uh, the the new uh, production was uh, launched um, in September 2016 last year and um, now this year we are targeting a turnover of around uh, 7.5 uh, uh, million euros and this is uh, Approximately half uh, half of the, half of the um, capacity of the production. So in our opinion, uh, we can uh, easily uh, grow up to 15 uh, millions and using existing uh, uh, process and infrastructure.
0: Mm-hmm. So you started in uh, two thousand sixteen, and when uh, if someone goes to your web page right now, two thousand six. Yes, sorry, two thousand six. So when someone goes to your web page right now, then there's a lot of different products to choose from. But what was the very first product that you started with, and where did you get your very first client? So the the very first
2: products we start we started with four products, four lotions, um, uh, and uh, uh, so. They um, from the very first of those products, we um, actually focused very much ingredient-wise on the Nordic nature. So we we take the raw materials from the from the Baltics and um, Nordic area, and uh, so this this has a very very uh, lovely reason. Not not just that they are close, so it's sustainable purchasing. Uh, less transportation, but also the uh, the Nordic climate, uh, it puts a lot of stress on us as people, I believe, and also on plants because they have to fight this climate stress which involves little periods of sunshine, long periods of darkness and cold, so they have to grow strong and accumulate a lot of active ingredients that we can, we can when, when we extract the, uh, these active molecules, they are really, really powerful and concentrated so we can really get like a uh, highly, highly efficient care. And uh, so the, the first products uh, we uh, launched in Latvia, uh, in, it was just before Christmas 2006 and they had these, these Nordic plants uh, inside and um, uh, very soon after that we went on with more products um, and uh, uh, we had a feeling that um, the first products we did it for ourselves, we did it the way we wanted uh, them to be. Organic skincare must work. Uh, must must be have no compromises. It must be effective. It must be safe. It must look good and cool in your bathroom. It must have style and design, and and results. And uh, it seemed that we kind of like uh, the customers, ladies in in, in Latvia. They share the same kind of need. So uh, the products they they um, uh, they sold quickly. I remember my my the co-founder Zana. She was putting on the uh the uh the uh promo table in the department store for the first promo sales ever and in the first two minutes, she sold just you know putting the, the the stuff on the table two products. She called me up, Lotte, We just have our first sale, so that was that was a dramatic <laughs> success. Uh, and uh, since then, we always added more products, and um, and uh, like women in Latvia, yeah, started to love uh, Madara rather quickly. So we became quite popular as a local brand in just in one to two years.
1: What is the current state of these uh, first products? Are you still producing them or you have uh, switched and uh, as I understand you have really diverse portfolio, all men for women or is there something also for men?
2: Uh, it's this mostly targeted on women, although uh, technically uh, uh, female and male skin is not that much different. There are slight differences, but all of Madara products are uni- unisex actually and uh, so the uh, as i say we are uh, innovation freaks so we are uh, constantly finding new uh, things that uh, provide very good formulation so we are constantly um, updating the 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 uh, the product portfolio the the formulations and having production and r and d in house uh, so how, having our own laboratory and our own production is extremely important because that is what allows for innovation to happen. So this is one of our um, yeah, key advantages of the company that, that we have all in-house and we control uh, 100% all of the processes. Mm -hmm.
0: But uh, when it comes to finances, then uh, research and development is uh, generally for most companies quite an uh, expensive endeavor to uh, spend money on. So how do you balance between uh, developing new products and at the same time expanding your sales and marketing and all the sorts? Uh,
3: Since very beginning, uh, uh, we have uh, cooperation with uh, Latvian uh, universities. And um, um, now, since uh, more than five years, we are um, participant in um, um, competence center, and um, uh, through this um, competence center, um, we um, uh, work on our um, R&D projects, and uh, and uh, uh, have. Uh, uh, at the moment, for example, for at the moment we have uh, uh, three active uh, uh, scientific uh, projects together with Latvian universities. We use the, the uh, scientific uh, resources, the, uh, the laboratory infrastructure of, of uh, Latvian universities to discover uh, new solutions and uh, new ingredients. Um, and um, uh, through the content center, part of uh, part of our R&D costs are financed by uh, um, uh, European Union. So I think we are in a very good position that we can use the um, uh, resources and infrastructure of Latvian universities, where the scientists are very motivated and interested uh, to work on work with industry projects. In the same time, uh, we it's partly financed um, by European Union, so um, it also uh, makes uh, kind of uh, advantage that that we can we can uh, uh, as rather small globally small company we can afford uh, to work on on um, rather serious R and D projects.
1: Okay. Yeah. But uh, if you're speaking about R&D, then um, I think uh, marketing and R&D are something that uh, must move together because uh, if the market needs are something different than you are doing R&D on, that means you can't sell these items to anyone, basically. Who is your target customer and uh, how are you employing them on your R&D? If you look
3: at um, customer profile, then it is um, uh, young lady. Living uh, in city with uh, usually with uh, higher um, education, um, active, either working or, or uh, being active in family, and um, you know, this is a person who uh, um, tries to um, live um, environmentally sustainable and uh, thinking. Uh, not only about own health, but also about uh, um, environment and uh, how to live uh, uh, in a sustainable world. And uh, yeah, if we uh, 90% of our business is in Europe, and I would say that uh, uh, this is pretty the same uh, for uh, for um, all of uh, our markets.
1: So, by young you're you're trying to think about ladies uh, between 20 to 40 age
3: It's somewhere uh, between uh, twenty five and uh, forty
1: five okay hmm. so n- nothing for older oh, ladies sorry
2: <laughs> um, actually uh, so that that is um, kind of you know narrowed customer uh, description um, uh, yeah the, the, mean, the mean customer. <laughs> Uh, uh, however, the the products uh, we have um, uh, can be used from starting from um, teenager. We also have a sh- uh, small baby range just because we have quite many babies born into into uh, into mother company. Uh, so in in the ten years we have more than thirty babies, I think. Uh, so we are uh, uh, very very efficient in that way as well and uh, it's, uh, it goes um, uh, up to um, uh, we have customers that are 86 uh, which I, I, I have uh, consulted the lady and, and diff- really different ages and uh, the product, um, uh, product um, uh, lines that we have is uh, basic care then specific care for specific uh, skin need for instance dehydrated need First signs of aging, uh, very effe- efficient anti-aging care as well. So it covers basically um, all needs for effective skin care uh, only with natural and organic uh, raw materials.
0: But how do you have uh, contact with uh, your customers? Do they give you feedback? Do they write you letters? Uh, Dear Madara, I would really like to have this product. Can you please make it for me?
2: Yes, they they, they do literally. They, they write uh, us uh, the, the reviews, they write us letters, they write us um, comments on Facebook and, or other social media. And we actually listen to them, and and most of the product ideas and most of the product innovation have uh, have come from these kind of um, uh, customer, um, um, yeah, suggestions or complaints or or uh, feedbacks. And this is very important because we we really take care to listen to market need to catch to be one of the first. Uh, company that catches the trend the 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 need, and then to to be very quick with with innovation to respond with the product to that to that trend.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I have only visited your uh, online web store, but uh, where do most of your clients uh, purchase your products? Do they buy it online? Do they buy it from small local shops, from bigger supermarkets? So uh, where do your sales mostly happen? Uh, a
2: very large uh, proportion of the sales it actually happens online so it makes uh, 25 to 30 percent of the of the uh, retail of the of the sales and um, the other shops that you mentioned they they also uh, they sell madara products but it also depends from from country to country because each uh, each country historically slightly different retail landscape and in, uh, in the Baltics and Scandinavia uh, you would find Madara online but also in, in department stores and perfumeries and also in selected organic stores uh, for instance in Germany there's um, more um, uh, popular these specialized organic um, high-end stores so that these are the typical customers uh, re- resellers of Madara as well and then um, uh, there are also many private boutique stores like luxury natural perfumeries or organic perfumeries and again in in Germany or or in other countries they they um they are uh, a good number of them so they are um, our ambassadors and uh, resellers um um uh, as well. Uh, we also have free brand boutiques in Riga. We don't have them anywhere else. We have had uh, pop-ups in Helsinki, but, but we have regular brand um, uh, boutiques in Riga, so uh, anyone who comes to Riga is welcome to, to pass by.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe let's shift some gears and uh, speak about the IPO itself. As um, we now know that Mother uh, is offering up to 482,220 shares plus additional 10%. I guess forty-eight thousand total would be maximum five hundred thirty thousand, and uh, the price would be six point twenty-five euros per share, which makes the market capitalization around twenty-three point four million euros. Uh, free float, as I understand, is fifty-fifteen percent, meaning almost fi- fifteen. F- almost fifteen percent. Okay. Uh, Do you see this this kind of uh, IPO an option to raise capital for any special needs or just uh, make yourself credible uh, in front of your customers? Or what is the reason you are doing this IPO? Yes, um, um, the reason uh, and purpose of
3: um, our IPO is uh, first um, to um, raise uh, new money, new capital, uh, which uh, will be uh, used... uh, to finance uh, the next uh, three years growth. Then uh, secondly, uh, uh, we uh, expect that uh, as a um, Nasdaq listed company, we will uh, increase um, our recognition and reputation, uh, which might uh, be uh, uh, used uh, when uh, speaking with uh, serious um, um, Export partners, uh, um, cooperation partners, uh, and um, the third is that uh, we would uh, like to give uh, possibilities to um, private and institutional investors uh, um, who um, like the story, who like the idea of the company, to uh, to uh, participate. Uh, in the um, uh, further uh, growth of the company, already as uh, shareholders, uh,
2: this IPO is, I would say, is also like um, um, another uh, implementation of our values because uh, we have always been like a transparent uh, and open company. So these values are at at the core of our business. Um. And um, uh, IPO is is just another step of it. For instance, uh, just, uh, I could mention example that we when we built our newest factory, we wanted to create it physically transparent, meaning make it out of glass. So, what uh, at the end we installed big windows into each production room and laboratory, so we accept visitors during our work hours, so everyone can practically come and see how a product is created in laboratory or how is how it is um, uh, produced. And uh, customers have always been a part of innovation process as well. We're listening to their to their um, uh, ideas and recommendations uh, of what kind of products they would wish to have. And IPO is uh, inviting customers to be a more uh, more into the business, to become a part of the of 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 the company and own the business themselves. Actually, and uh, yeah, so this is um, uh, this IPO is also. Um, a method of, of uh, sharing the values with the, with 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 people that uh, with people that uh, yeah care about the same values
0: that we do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We already talked about uh, who your customers are, but now the question of who your investors would be. Uh, just uh, by chance, I had uh, a chance to look at uh, uh, last month's edition of uh, the magazine Santa, which is a Latvian uh, women's magazine. Um, I just happened to have it because I, I gave them an interview. Uh, you can tell me later if what I actually told them in English is, is written there properly in Latvian. Uh, but um, As a part of the magazine, I saw that there was uh, an uh, information kind of prospectus about Madara as well. So uh, as I understand, uh, part of your strategy is that you want the people who actually use your products to be the ones who buy uh, the shares and actually get get to benefit from uh, the whole Madara success story. That's true, that's
2: true and uh, i i would i should say that um we got the inspiration for our ipo in estonia because when we when we traveled to estonia to learn from from estonian um uh ipo experience of other companies and i was so surprised that in estonia you have a whole um investment culture um uh not only for the, the huge investment uh, portfolios but also like small uh private investors like you and me and i found it that it is amazing and with Madara uh, planning an IPO we wanted to bring some of this um, uh, practice also to Latvia to, to share um, the the Estonian uh, yeah um, case with with our Latvian customers and I hope that we managed to inspire Latvians also to start uh, um, investing into like a small small investment so uh, yeah so I, I, I hope it's that uh, uh, with Madara, we transfer some of these good practice to, mm-hmm. to Latvia.
3: Additionally, I would like to mention that uh, after the IPO, we are planning uh, to offer a shareholders benefit program to all of uh, all of our shareholders. Um, we had um, uh, we had um, uh, we were asking our potential investors what. Uh, are they waiting from the program and uh, uh, we got uh, uh several hun- hundreds of answers and uh, now we are trying to uh, put everything together these answers from our potential uh, investors and uh, and uh, uh the practice of uh Other international companies, and uh, this, uh, yeah, with this, uh, we would like to somehow to uh, involve the 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 shareholders and to give them uh, some, yeah, practical uh, benefits. Make them work as
2: well. (laughs) (laughs) How
1: how does this uh, program work? Uh, I I just started to imagine that you're sending me instead of dividends uh, cosmetics.
2: Well, we might we might make you work. We might, you know, <laughs> involve you in the innovation process.
1: Oh, so okay. basically, uh, I'm I'm not gonna yeah. be uh, mopping around uh, the floors. You mean innovation, like doing uh, product innovation, not uh, just ordinary work.
2: Right? No, 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 no. Yeah. So, uh, so that's uh, we we, st- we still are in the process of uh, designing the shareholder benefit program. So we will publish it uh, after the IPO process. Uh, and uh, so it's, it will involve uh, like practical benefits uh financial and non-financial and we, uh, treats and, and 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 very nice things as well as uh, we would really like to see um, uh, inspiration and things and and, and uh, coming from our investors and our our sharehold, shareholders and we might also uh, like you to be engaged in the product uh, creation innovation process with with by different kind of of means mm-hmm.
0: but if you look at the financial reports of modara then you have had impressive growth rate. You are a profitable company. Would it not have just been so much easier to take out a loan instead of organizing the public offering, having consultants having to come to radio shows and and talk everywhere of what you're doing? So uh, why was this decision made? Why not finance with the help of a loan and maybe have a public offering uh, later on?
3: Uh, yes, as as we talked already, uh, uh, then uh, our IPO has uh, several uh, purposes. Of course, uh, the uh, financial to raise uh, new capital. This is a very important uh, purpose, and uh, um, actually. Uh, In the last two years, in 2015 and 2016, we uh, had uh, quite a big investment into uh, uh, new production. And um, actually, at uh, that moment, uh, we had used our possibilities uh, to uh, take uh, new loans. And uh, this was also the time when... uh, we decided to um, pre- start pre- preparation for IPO uh, process um, and um, uh, now since then of course companies uh, companies continuing to grow and, uh, and then we um, uh, have rather nice uh, uh, results of uh, first six months uh, this year um, and um, uh, we think that uh, that uh, the the money we will raise in in the IPO will uh, allow us uh, to um, grow. And uh, at least we see that uh, on the market there is a rather big uh, uh, potential. And uh, and, uh, and this money will uh, will be used uh, for uh, further growth.
1: Okay. You choose uh, First North as your uh, IPO target market where you are starting to trade but not uh, the main market, the Riga market. Uh, why was so? Because uh, as I know, there are not too many companies on the First North market at all and if they are there, they are not liquid at all. They are not basically trading. Why did you choose to go First North instead of uh, Riga mix the main market?
3: Yes, um, we were looking uh, what is uh, happening in uh, Scandinavia and uh, there we see that uh, first uh, North alternative market is uh, very actively used by rather small and uh, fast-growing companies and uh, the first North uh, alternative market in Scandinavia is uh, is, uh, working very well and uh, we uh, I uh, think that uh, the first north uh, requirements they uh, are more uh, suitable for uh, the existing uh, size of the company so there is uh, the uh, 6 months um, reporting instead of uh, 3 months reporting there are local uh, accounting standards and uh, this of course also um, makes it uh, the administration reduces the uh, reduce the administration costs um, of uh, of uh, being uh, being listed company and um, we were thinking uh, that actually there will not be uh, a significant difference uh, between uh, first uh, first uh, list and uh, first north uh, although it's in Baltics at the moment uh, uh, not that actively used, uh, we hope that uh, it will um, develop, uh, that also Mother will add some activity in this uh, market, and that uh, um, other companies uh, will join uh, this this uh, market alternative market in future.
0: As with every investment, uh, we have to discuss risks, though, what kind of risks does a company such as uh, Modar actually have? Do you have? You, we talked about production. You said that uh, you have the capacity to increase production; that there isn't a bottleneck there. Uh, what about the materials that you use for production? I know that you use uh, uh, mud in your products. Is there a potential problem that we will run out of uh, the special mud that you use, or or maybe qualified people to work for you? So, what are the potential issues that uh, would stop you from growing? Um,
3: if you would uh, take a look on our prospectus, then big part of uh, our prospectus is describing potential risks. And and if if we talk about uh, ingredient uh, ingredient risk, ingredient supply risk, uh, or uh, problem to uh, to uh, with the new employees, then um, I don't uh, see uh, uh, both of them as as uh, significant uh, risks because um, uh, uh, it's the organic uh, organic ingredient market is uh, developing uh, very quickly, um, both for food and cosmetics, and. Um, Actually, food is uh, using uh, a bigger part of, of, of uh, this, uh, these ingredients. Cosmetics is rather small part, so it means for... I don't, uh, I don't believe that uh, we will uh, have problems uh, to buy organic in, ingredients because comparing to food industry, it's uh, very small amounts we are using uh, in, in cosmetics. And um, I, d- I don't think we will uh, have problems uh, to hire new employees if, if uh, necessary, because um, um, the brand, brand and company is uh, rather well known in, in, in Latvia. And uh, so it is kind of uh, for many, uh, many people in Latvia, this would be kind of their
1: <laughs> target. Target company. Dream
3: job. <laughs> dream job.
1: <laughs> yeah, dream uh-huh. job. Yes. Okay. Uh, in regards of risk, so I understand correctly that there is enough mud to sustain the forty percent growth. I,
2: w- I would say there is enough mud, and there is also um, uh, enough of the uh, sp- yeah special knowledge. Uh, because we don't need, you know, a whole meadow of, let's say, madara herb or whatever alchemilla herb, but we need a very specific knowledge of how to get the molecules that we need. So it's more the question of uh, very specific um, uh, res- uh, the inno- innovating uh, process of uh, getting these uh, things that we need, rather than uh, huge volumes of the of the uh, raw material.
1: Still, your. Uh, growth rate is, uh, is enormous, 40% year by year, basically. Do you, see, do you think that uh, this kind of growth rate will sustain or, or will it uh, diminish in uh, some near future? What do you think? So we see um, that uh, there is uh, quite
3: a big uh, uh, potential in the market. And um, the current size of our company is, um, in t- globally it's, r- it's still rather small. And, and if we take a look at what is happening in uh, the natural and organic cosmetic segment, then we see uh, that uh, the biggest players, the biggest companies in our segment are in size uh, um, somewhere between 100 and 200 million so in this segment we are rather small. Uh, the market is uh, uh, the natural and organic cosmetics segment is the fastest uh, growing um, segment of the cosmetics industry, and um, most of the studies say that uh, they predict that uh, that the growth uh, will continue, that the cosmetics market will will get greener and greener in future and um, we believe that we will feel comfortable in this situation that the market is growing and um, we have uh, at the moment all the all the um, elements all the the strategic elements to be interesting for the market so this uh, might allow us to to grow
0: Uh, Between the two of you, uh, you hold quite a large number uh, of shares. So between the two of you, as I understand, you control in the range of 50% of the company, a bit more. So the new people who decide to invest, uh, will they have a voice or do you have a very strict strategy and plan that uh, for the next 20 years, this is what we will do with Matara and and this is where we are going? Or is that uh, open to change?
2: It's totally open. And uh, so the Voices more than welcome, voices. Uh, and I think the core um, strength of Madara is also having a very, very um, strong and solid team since, the, since day one when, when it was for, uh, co-founded by four people who hold kind of competency in a very specific area like marketing or design or sales or, or finance, uh, financials. And uh, so growing from four people to 100. So, you know, uh, sitting uh, at at one table and having totally lean structure of the company and involving uh, like uh, all people in decision making and discussing. So that that has been uh, like the, corp- the corporate culture of Madara since since day one. And. Now with this new, um, uh, uh, yeah, with our new investors and, and shareholders, we would, we would love them to come and, and with their initiatives, recommendations, ideas, or, or, yeah. So we it's we are totally open to that. And yeah. this is actually one of the reasons, and another reason of, of IPO is to, is to have all of your ideas.
1: Usually, when a company is doing an IPO, then the key shareholders are forced in a lock-up uh, period when uh, they can't sell their stock, their shares. Uh, what is the situation in your case also, do you have a lockup period or not?
3: The main uh, shareholders have uh, signed uh, lock-up agreements for uh, uh, 360 days, for year, 12, 12 months. Yes. Okay. Hmm?
0: But uh, as always in the world of investing, uh, things might not go well. Uh, What happens if the IPO is not successful and uh, not enough shares are marked by potential investors?
3: So at the moment we feel um, rather comfortable and uh, of course you never know. uh, But uh, so basically we think that uh, there will be um, enough activity to uh, uh, to uh, make uh, make the decision and uh, list uh, the company. Mm-hmm.
0: So the IPO itself uh, has already uh, started. It started October 16th and it should end November the 3rd. So we're about uh, halfway through. Uh, as I understand, you're currently doing all sorts of events and explaining what Madara is about. So um, if someone just now heard this show and uh they think, okay, I am interested in more. Where should I go? What should I do?
3: Yeah, um, during the IPO, and uh, actually, this is also in also uh, in the other time. Uh, the company is um, is open on every day, so um, every day we have uh, visitors, um, and. Um, if uh, somebody, the potential investor, would uh, like to to uh, know more about the company, uh, to see the company, then um, all are very welcome to visit uh, our um, location, our factory in um, Riga, very close to Riga Airport, just uh, five to seven minutes drive from uh, Riga Airport. So please uh, come and uh, visit us and uh, in uh, 30 minutes you will see what's uh, inside the company. So all of, uh, all of our processes are, uh, are transparent and uh, we will show you our uh, laboratory, our production process, our warehouse, our office. So in 30 minutes there will be a full picture of what's inside the company.
0: Yes, and with those big glass windows, you can with see, you can see. So we don't need to dress
2: you in white. So that's, this, this is a good uh, thing. Uh,
0: Madara seems
1: to be a very awesome company mixed with Estonia somewhat, uh, as, as I understand. And LHV Bank is the book runner. LHV is from Estonia. Also, Lotte, I understood that uh, you came to Estonia to understand how the IPO things uh, is going here. And how the investor culture is is going on in here? Uh, why why did you choose Eljavi? Isn't there enough uh, other banks in in Latvia, or what's the situation? For me, it's it's uh, heartwarming to see that Eljavi is advising you or, or is the bookrunner. But uh, is there any special case? Maybe Eljavi is uh, I don't know more experience in that area, or other companies if they are planning to do an IPO, why they should choose Eljavi?
3: I think. Um LHV is uh, um, trying, uh, trying actively to uh, develop uh, the Baltics uh, capital market. And uh, when uh, we um, uh, thought about our IPO, then uh, we met uh, uh, several, uh, several potential uh, um, advisors and. Uh, LHV actually with this, uh, they are kind of this um, inspiration and and uh, and uh, most of the most of the advisors they told it's it's it will be difficult or, or, or it's the, the the Baltic capital market is not that active, but LHV they believe uh, believe uh, uh, to Baltic capital market and uh, also to our company to our story and um this was the this was um the reason why we uh decided to cooperate with the LHV and i think LHV can uh, cover very efficiently both uh Latvia and Estonia mm-hmm. this was also the reason since we were planning uh, our IPO in uh, Latvia and Estonia mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we have this one standard uh, final question that we ask people, uh, we ask them to take out the crystal ball and start to predict the future. Um, so uh, how many years into the future, Tauri?
1: I don't know, let's go to 2025. 20,
0: yeah. So 2025, where is Madara Cosmetics? What are you doing, how many markets, how many millions, how many products? So what do you have in, in your dream plans? So I
2: I think that we will uh continue innovating new products uh, responding to to customers needs so there will be more products in Madara portfolio um there there will be uh more um innovative solutions into our ingredients into our raw materials um uh, I also believe that um uh we would uh, have a very well established base in our core markets, which is um, uh, Latvia and Scandinavia, La- Baltics and Scandinavia. And we will have already significant growth in, in, the, in other markets like uh, Italy, Spain, uh, Germany. Um, yeah, I might envision uh, some, uh, p- perhaps some um, showroom stores or, or something physical and very, very powerful online Uh, platform so perhaps perhaps that and uh, maybe we also move to some other continents as well
1: for example Wonderland China
2: Um, well Asia might be one one of the one of the um, uh, uh, target regions um, maybe because of my uh, initial inspiration of, of skincare that comes from Asia and uh, also because asia is um yeah, they don't use makeup they they don't use fragrances but they use loads of skincare and Asia as a region might uh, might be interesting for us. I can't uh, uh, yeah tell you that if it's China or, or some or Korea. Uh, at the moment, we are in Japan and Hong Kong in Asia. Uh, so we are retailing in these in these countries.
1: Oh, mm. already there.
2: We are already there since uh, uh, since since a few years. Yes.
3: Actually, in Japan, we are already since 2009.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. I didn't know that. I just thought that. Uh, <laughs> Nordic countries and maybe the politics and maybe Germany are the countries where you're. We are
2: currently yeah, we are retailing in uh, physically, so we have uh, the the customers like boutiques or uh, perfumeries or department stores that are retailing Madara. So they are located in 25 countries, and actually more than 25 countries. And online, we are av- available in 120 countries globally. So I believe that both of these platforms uh, will grow. So the number of, of countries uh, might increase, but more than that, we will grow the 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 existing number, but uh, so they, the markets, they will become stronger for us. And uh, we might have some more... Um, uh, Subsidiaries. At the moment, we have our own distribution company in Germany, Madara Cosmetics GmbH, that does the distribution of Madara products in Germany. So we do it um, with our own company, and we might have um, in in perhaps in some other uh, markets uh, as well.
3: So in case we will see that it's uh, more effective than than uh, working with uh,
0: local partners. That, that,
2: that's true, and of course the own um, very powerful. Online as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And Ulis, since since you're on the finance side, you have to give us a number. So market cap currently is twenty three, was twenty three point 4, four million. 4. So in the year two thousand and twenty five, what what's the market cap?
3: I don't have this glass ball, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Behind you, behind you. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's. Uh, um, I think. Um, all of our potential investors they need to read our prospectus carefully and uh, make uh, make uh, their own decision so uh, what we already uh, told today that uh, the market market uh, most probably will grow that potential is there and uh, and uh, if we uh, will uh, uh, Use our advantages, so we might uh, we might keep keep growing. But uh, I won't give you any exact numbers <laughs> because today. otherwise we would
0: check. We would check. <laughs> we would check
1: anyway. But don't be so shy because uh, 40% growth rate and uh, 2025 is just um, seven years.
0: One, one billion, easy.
1: Easy. Well, no problem. I, I would, I would <laughs> say one billion, easy, but a couple hundred millions, yeah, that's easy for you.
0: <laughs> okay, but uh, we definitely wish you uh, all the best with your IPO. People who are interested in November the 3rd Third. is exactly. the final date to... Uh, uh, show your interest um, the easiest way probably for Estonians uh, your webpage is madara it has a special investors section that i looked at that was very very impressively set up and visual and like a kind of sense the company kind of style and visual and everything so so uh, i'd like to praise you for that and um, as uh, already mentioned then this uh, is uh, an investment decision that everyone needs to make uh, based on the prospectus. Uh, There's a lot of uh, relevant data and info and and all sorts of things we didn't manage to uh, cover on the show, but it's all there. Just take a moment and read.
1: And to be honest, all Estonian investors can read it in Estonian language as well. Basically, Mm -hmm. the abstract of this prospectus has put also up on this madracosmetics.com or.com slash which is in Estonian, and uh, also English written prospectus uh, about 200 pages is something you can go and dive into
0: well there's uh, the show uh, you have like more than a week <laughs> until day 10 so you can go through all the, all the 200 pages have fun have fun <laughs> okay so all the best to Madara where uh, we hope that uh, the IPO goes well and if anyone uh, has questions and info then your webpage I think has has more than enough right? so um, all the best and uh, for all the listeners next week there will be a change in the show. We will be in Estonian again. Oh So uh, we uh, hope you had a good overview of what Madara does and uh, for any extra information you can receive it in Estonian.
1: Thank you, Madara. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Okay.
1: So next week.
0: Next week. Ciao. 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 Ciao.
1: Investeerimisraadios kuulud tuleb käsitada kui meelelahutusväärtusega informatsiooni. Me ei jaga investeerimisega maksunud ning kuigi püüame edasi anda võimalikult täpselt teavet, siis igasugune investeerimis jääb investori enda kanda. Ükski investeerimisraadius nimetatud tehing ei kätke endas soovitust antud vara osta või müüa.